You were listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. First game of the season in the books. It was a dominating performance on all sides of the ball. 48 to nothing beatdown of Riverview out of Sarasota. After this break, we'll talk about the game. So let's talk about the scoring in this one. So to start it off, uh, Rory Thomas six-yard run. The two-point conversion failed to make it six to nothing. Next goal was a Luke Rucker twenty-one-yard pass to Michael Key, and the two-point conversion was good to make it fourteen to nothing. Next score was a Michael Key run. Two yards into the end zone, two-point conversion failed to make it 20 to nothing, and that's how it would go into the half. The next score would come on special teams with Justin Rosado with a 38-yard punt return to the house, and Kale Tomlin with the extra point to make it 27 to nothing. The next score would come on a Luke Rucker 45-yard pass to Dion Butler, and then Kale Tomlin with the extra point would made it, make it 34 to nothing. The next score would come on special teams after a punt was blocked out of the end zone to make it a safety and bring the score to 36 to nothing. The next score would come from the defense Tristan Hunter with a 74-yard pick six and a great run back to the end zone. That would make it 42 to nothing. The next score would come on a James Irwin four-yard touchdown run, and the extra point was not tried. The clock ran out, and that was the end of the game. Final score, 48 to nothing. So looking back at this game, last year we had a great year, uh, but I think we were always looking for that complete game that was uh, good on all sides of the ball. We had great performances uh, in games, and but it seemed like some were dominated by the offense, some were dominated by the defense. Uh, we really didn't have that full game. So this year, first game out the box, uh, I believe that, in my opinion, this was a true, complete performance on all sides of the ball. So when you look at a game like this, uh, you always say, if we had this full game where Every side of the ball had a great game. What would the, that performance look like? And uh, this one showed it was a 48 nothing dominating game. And I believe on all sides of the ball, uh, there's not much you can pick apart as being bad in this game. Uh, it was a great showing and a great performance. And it really showed how this team uh, can put everything together and uh, what happens when that does happen. So in the pregame, one of the things I talked about in the keys of the game was uh, th- how the game was going to go would be dependent on the offensive line because uh, Riverview has some good defensive linemen. And the first thing that I saw coming out the gate was a dominating performance by the offensive line. They held the uh, defensive tackles that uh, Riverview had, uh, didn't 
really wasn't a factor in the game. So first and foremost, got to give props to that offensive line for keeping both protection and uh, helping the running game. So it was a great performance by the offensive line. So let's talk about quarterback. So Luke had a great game. Uh, what I see from Luke this game, uh, especially in this game, is his confidence in the pocket. My opinion on him, even going back to last year, was he was great in the pocket. But I can see more a presence of leadership and uh, how he handles himself in the pocket and especially how he gets the ball out quick. So uh, Luke had a great game and uh, he was 10 of 13 for 178 yards and two TDs. So got to give props to Luke for uh, his day, his night. The other thing I saw from Luke uh, in this game especially is his confidence uh, in if he doesn't see anything and he sees a hole, he's going to run the ball. Uh, so we saw that in a big play where uh, there was no one open and he saw an opening and he took it and he went uh, and moved the ball forward. So that's big. That's going to be a big key too because uh, when teams see that, they know that uh, you can't always expect him uh, to pass if nothing's open. So that was good to see as well. So it's uh, it's going to be a big year, I think, for Luke. Uh, uh, he's already committed to FAU, but I think as far as uh, this year, uh, you're going to see his true. Uh, he's going to throw for a lot, uh, and he's 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 got, he has definitely command of the offense. So let's talk about the receivers. The leading receiver was Michael Key. Uh, as if you listened to this podcast last year, he was one of the ones that I'm high on. Is Michael Key. He, he's he's great length and uh, he's talented. He's athletic, and his hands are uh, spectacular. So he got a 21 yard pass uh, for a touchdown, and he also was involved in running a touchdown. And he was in on special teams too. So he's an athlete. He's going to be all over the place, and uh, he's one of the ones that you're going to want to look at because I think he's going to have a big year. Dion Butler also was one of the receivers with a touchdown. It was a 45-yard touchdown, and uh, that was a good run to the end zone. Uh, so Dion Butler ha also had a touchdown from the receiver side. The other receivers that got involved was Marvin Brown had a couple good catches and runs. Justin Rosado, who had a few good catches and we'll also talk about when we talk about special teams. And David Parks from the tight end position had a couple good catches and also did, did a good job blocking. It's good to be able to have a tight end out there so that uh, both on the blocking and, and the catching. So it was a good job by him. He also came in as quarterback after Luke's night ended. Keon Holden had a good game and a good catch. Uh, the receivers did a good job. And uh, the good thing about what I saw is uh, the amount of good receivers that we have. As far as the running backs, Rory Thomas had a good night. He had a touchdown. Uh, Michael Key was in on the run game and had a touchdown as well. Trey Clark was running hard. There was one play in particular where he dragged about five Riverview tacklers uh, with him for about 10 yards. Tyrone Williams Jr. had some big runs. He's one that always runs hard, and what I like about him is uh, his vision. Uh, I think I said that last year in, in these podcasts where he's, his vision's outstanding, where he cuts with, in, when he sees an opening. And James Irwin had a touchdown as well from the running back position. 
So let's talk about the defense. It was a dominating performance from the defense. Uh, everyone on that defense d- deserves uh, props for it. Uh, coming into this season, one of the big things that people were saying from outside were, since you're losing so much on the defense, uh, Seminole's not going to have a good defense. Uh, this game showed right out the bat that uh, that's not the case. Uh, what I like about the defense is the versatility, especially. you got you got players that are playing different positions, uh, and it's a fast defense, and even uh, being fast and being athletic was able to stop the run and was able to uh, get in on the quarterbacks. Uh, we have an out- outstanding defensive line as well, so uh, I think this defense is going to be good this year. So and this by no means is going to be all the plays. I, I mean, there should be uh, a lot more plays. I'm just going from memory on this, on, on the players out there. But the biggest thing that I said on the pregame was uh, we have to stop Charles Lester. He was with their big weapon. He's the four-star cornerback and does and plays receiver too. And he didn't even have a chance. I think out of the whole game, there was one play that uh, he caught a pass. So uh, that all started up front too. So if, if you look at the defense, uh, the quarterback didn't have any time to throw the ball. So Charles Green was a, a huge part of that. He was always in on the quarterback. And I think the quarterbacks have nightmares right now with Charles Green coming at him. So he uh, had a great game and he was always in the backfield. Preston Watson was another one up front that uh, had two tackles for a loss and a lot of quarterback hurries. So uh, the defensive line had a great night last night, and I don't think that uh, the Riverview offensive line uh, even was able to stop them. So the the big thing this year, too, and it was going to be interesting, was the linebacker position. We lost a lot of depth in the linebacker position uh, from last year. So the big thing that uh, everyone was wondering is how the linebacker position was going to end up. So uh, Jordan Perkins in, in was one of, uh, I think he's a great linebacker, and the, the thing about him is he can play all linebacker positions. So I was watching the, the the game and he was coming in at different linebacker positions uh he had six tackles and a sack uh so his versati- versatility out there uh and he's a great linebacker uh great tackler too so uh i think he's a kid that doesn't get enough recognition but i think this year is it's going to be a breakout year well i can't say breakout year cuz he had a great year last year too right but it's going to be as far as People knowing his name, I think Jordan Perkins is, is going to be uh, on everybody's radar. Ethan Pritchett's another one, uh, linebacker that was all over the field yesterday. Uh, he had six tackles and one forced fumble, uh, converted from uh, the, a DB position over to linebacker. And uh, I think he's going to have a big year as well. Tavari Hampton was also in on a lot of tackles from the linebacker position. I like these linebackers. Uh, the biggest thing I like from them is the versatility. Like I said, this whole defense uh, is is not only fast, but uh, can play multiple positions. So I think that's going to help with uh, depth. The secondary was outstanding. Like I said, with uh, Charles Lester, he didn't. He, it was only that one catch that I remember him having. So Juan Burchell was a... a big part of that he had two pass breakups and four tackles pretty much the whole defense was on point uh 
during the game. So uh, I think uh, it's gonna it turned a lot of heads because the biggest question coming into this from the outside is is uh, how Seminoles' defense gonna be. And as we know here in Sanford, uh, we never rebuild; we always reload. So I think uh, the defense is gonna be good this year as well. And as I talked about before, Tristan Hunter had that 74-yard pick six, and he had a great run back as well with that. So defense was spot on all night, and uh, it's it's definitely going to cause a lot of uh, teams to be wary of this uh, versatile defense. Special teams was on point as well from the blocked punt uh, for the safety to the punt return for a touchdown. Uh, the special teams uh, point afters were good. Uh, if there was anything that uh, I would pick apart from this game, it's uh, not much uh, because uh, all sides of the ball uh, were good. So uh, I'm not going to tear apart anything as far as this game goes because I think, like I said, it was a complete game. Uh, and the first game of the year uh, to have all sides of the ball do good was was a great to see. Justin Rosado back there returning uh, punts. He's electric back there. He almost returned two punts to the house. He did get one touchdown. So uh, that's another thing that teams are gonna be have to be worried about is the kickoff returns and the punt returns. So all in all, it was a good game on all sides of the ball. So uh, that's good to see, especially against the Riverview team. Like I said, this Riverview team's not—it's—it's uh, it's a good team. It would—it kept uh, Tampa Bay Tech seven-seven most of the game, so that's why people are looking at it at them like they're—they're they're a talented team. I'm sure they'll have a good rest of the season, but uh, when we play a complete game like we do, there—I don't think anyone can beat us. So now we look forward. So the next game is going to be an away game against another talented team, Osceola. So uh, this is a game that it's going to be away, and uh, we're going to have to also play a tough team. Osceola is also one of the top teams in the state. So that's the game we're going to be looking forward to next Friday. So that's all I have for this week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Like I said, this is a great game, a complete game. So you got to give props to all the players and the coaches that were involved for the preparation. Uh, this was a very good game. And then we look forward to away game against Osceola. If you can go out to Osceola, let's get it there so we can have a big crowd there. I believe it's also going to be streamed on Varsity Sports Network if you can't make it. So uh, thanks everyone for listening and I'll have a pregame on Thursday uh, before the Osceola game. Thanks.